0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony van all right lauren well when we decided to do this topic for this week i cannot tell you how excited it was now you may be a little too young for this but back in the day there's a show called saturday night live now i know it's still on i get it but it just doesn't have the quality in my opinion but there was it's a
1: lot different yeah
0: it's a lot different but there was a, a little skit and it was hans and franz and they were yeah. here to pump you up, and that's what we're yes. going to talk about this week. Is we're going to give you three to five ways to pump your marketing up, right?
1: Absolutely, I had not thought about them in a long time, but now I really want to go back and watch.
0: You few. totally should. I <laughs> mean, Dana Carvey is a classic, and uh Kevin Nealon he's he does a great job, and the Hans and Franz. But I can't, you know, copyright uh, doesn't allow me to do my my uh, you know impressions (laughs) but so anyway so today I think uh, we're going to come to you with uh, a few ideas to pump up your marketing for 2022 and uh, hopefully anytime well anytime but you know whatever yeah that's right Lauren anytime
1: well I just feel like you know we're talking about 2022 and like I don't want people to get bogged down like well I guess i will wait till next year to start this like Honestly, I think we want to just share a few things that you can kind of insert or test or try out, you know, right now, basically, you need a little pick me up or a pump up. Here you go. Do you want to kick it off?
0: Yeah, I've got some copious notes. So the first thing I would absolutely encourage uh, people to do is start a Google dashboard. And I know this may sound like a, but here's the thing. If you don't know how or uh, what your progress is while you're going through, I don't know that you can candidly uh, measure your you know, pumping up schedule. So uh, if you're not uh, familiar with the Google dashboard opportunities, it allows you to set matrix for your website, it allows you to set matrix for ad campaigns. It really allows you to do a lot of really pretty cool things to track um, your online presence. Uh, It also uh, plugs into your reputation on Google as well and lets you hit some matrix there. The reason I say this is a way to pump it up is because you can basically take that data and then change or update your online presence. So that's everything from working on some of your digital ads, your digital marketing to some of your social media posts, to driving people to your website, that type of thing. And so uh, I truly feel like uh, this is the first step to, um, you know, increasing or setting you up to increase your marketing efforts uh, right now. Yes. Yeah, immediately. That's, immediately.
1: Yeah. And it's so nice to see kind of everything in one place and easily because it's easy to get overwhelmed with data or not know what to pay attention with. So I think that's perfect. Your turn. So I would say, um, and these are in like no particular order, if, you know, we want to go that route, um, no particular order of, um, importance at all, but I would say really doubling down on your audience. So a lot of people's, you know, we've talked about this before, lifestyles and, uh, beliefs, values, um, opinions and just daily um, living kind of has changed, obviously, dramatically, even if you're, quote unquote, returning to normal, which I hate anything that uses the word normal at this point. Um, But everything has just really shifted. So their purchasing patterns have probably changed um, just a lot of different things. So just knowing who your audience is or who you want to tap into, make sure that you know that, that you're very solid in that, or many of your efforts are probably falling flat if you haven't spent time diving in. So I think that that would be the one thing that I would say stop and focus on or refocus if needed.
0: Love that. I think that's uh, super smart um, for sure. Uh, The next thing I think... Uh, would really help is to look at your social media and or the voice of your social media and, mm-hmm. and be honest with yourself. I think one of the things that people do is basically just throw something up on you know the Facebook page or the Twitter and they move on. But the reality is that uh, that is an easy way for you to start crafting messaging so that people really engage. And then also it's very affordable to boost those uh, posts that, either people are engaging or you feel are, are important or that type of thing to make sure that people know that you're out there people know that there's you know uh, a fun exciting brand that they should uh, be engaged with
1: yeah i completely agree um you really want to strive for great content and engagement rather than you know, quantity over quality. So don't look for how many times you're posting, but make sure what you're posting is really awesome. And kind of to dovetail with that, one of my things I think that, you know, you can really pump up with is trying short videos, live streams, stories, reels, um, even diving into TikTok. I know that word is scary, but if nothing else, if TikTok does not, um, suit your audience, but using the tools of TikTok and then using those videos and posting them on other platforms that maybe are more appropriate. It's very honestly easy to use um, and you can do a lot of fun things with it. So of course, if it coincides with your brand and your brand voice, but um, looking at the content itself is always top of mind. And I think that that's something that you can always, you know, kind of test and get a quick refresh out there and some engagement with that.
0: So I'm going to ask you a question about that a little bit because I think it's it's super smart. It's cool and savvy, but tell me tell me your thoughts about, you know, boosting your marketing or pumping up your marketing by starting a new social media channel. What do you need to be doing or what do you need to be kind of prepared for when when doing that?
1: I think that is definitely something to research first, you know, know if your audience is there or not, or if you are merely going to use it as a tool to create something, create content and post it elsewhere. That's first and foremost. And having a plan and a strategy for that platform specifically from the start, don't just start and start posting things without really a knowledge of, you know, what the long term, you know, goal is. Um, the other thing to think about is just, it's it's time, you know, it's something else that you need to keep up with and watch for comments or questions on and keep, you know, utilizing in order for it to stay current and relevant. So it's definitely something to think about time-wise and what you were, you know, if you have a team, um, is it something you all can manage effectively? I think that's important.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I you know, I think people get so excited. I just saw an article about, you know, TikTok and, you know, the people that are kind of getting on it and accessible. People are getting on it and how accessible it is and whatever. And and the reality is, you know, you can't just throw a couple of fun videos out there or whatever and then let it die. I mean that that actually hurts more right. than it helps sometimes. And so I really, uh, I think it's really wise, um, that you look at kind of what your overall strategy is for the year, what your overall strategy is for the year and work through that. So absolutely.
1: And that's with anything, not just TikTok, you know, that's with moving on to a new platform of, you know, any kind, um, but definitely, you know, have a strategy first and how it will work with in your current plan and how it will work out in the future. I think That's very smart.
0: Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to kind of talk about kind of pumping up your marketing, if you will, is uh, engaging similar or uh, cooperating with similar type of um, content uh creators. In other words, we talked last week about influencers or content creators. I think it's important. Sometimes brands get to a point where they get very myopic in their goals, but there are a lot of similar brands that you can co-op and work and kind of share audiences. And I think that's a really easy way to kind of amp up some of your uh, marketing efforts.
1: That's smart. Yeah. Like partnerships and, you know, especially community partnerships. I think that kind of goes alongside with that that is a great way for you both to amplify your message or, you know, give it a new spin on things, even a fresh look. So that's a really good point. I like that. My last one is really kind of back to the content side. And um, it is first, if you are not already, I would definitely launch an email marketing strategy and plan Um, that list. um, Owning your own contact list is insanely important at this point. You know, we never know when we might have another social media outage and you need to get your message out. So I think that's very important. It is um, low cost and high return as well. Um, and kind of dovetailing with that is, you know, we've talked about in past episodes about media relations and something that I think that might be important to start looking at is in addition to those kind of what you would think of mainstream media opportunities, look at more like specialty publications or other e-newsletters. A lot of publications have moved to digital, but a lot of them have email components to promote uh, their publications. So look at things like that um, to pitch to or get involved with in combination with anything mainstream that you're pitching relations wise. So. I think even if you're looking at just advertising as well, paid advertising in your communications plan, I think that's definitely something to consider.
0: yeah, I think that's really smart. I think a lot of companies or a lot of organizations forget about the opportunity for um basically media relations to either supplement their uh, marketing efforts or even lend credibility to it. so i, I think yeah, that's definitely, really, yeah. Hey, Lauren, you're pretty smart. I just want to let you know that. Like, I think you're pretty smart. So good job. Good job, sister. Good job. I think those are
1: all good, good tips today. Um, I think this is a really helpful, quick episode, but just some kind of down and dirty, like I need help now or what can I do new? I think that these are all really good ideas, but I mean, maybe I'm biased. I don't know.
0: No totes bet you're on it. So. If you want to connect or learn more, feel free to hit lauren up on social or the guildfactor.com uh, so we'll wrap the g factor podcast up for this week i am tony van and i'm
1: lauren dorty
0: stay cool peeps <laughs> thank you for listening to g factor for more episodes additional information and a way to connect with lauren and tony visit the guildfactor.com